Welcome to another fabulous episode of Tickle Dot Life's podcast. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gaia Morissette. And today we have an exciting turn of events where I'm going to be in the hot seat. And our wonderful leader of Tickle Dot Life, uh, Shakun, is going to ask me probing questions that are going to make me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> so are you ready, Shakun? It's going to be fun. Now, before we get into our conversation today, um, I just want to set everybody up so that we are all on the same page and that we are incredibly comfortable together. So Tickle Dot Life's podcast is, was created to help normalize sex, to make sex safe, and to help us to let go of any shame that's attached to sex. And it can even be fun and playful. And you'll probably hear me and Shakun laugh throughout this experience. And if we are laughing, and that makes you uncomfortable, because it can, because of the topics that we're talking about can make us uncomfortable. Just know that if we're laughing, it means that we feel comfortable and we feel safe to what we're talking about and what we're sharing. And that's a great opportunity for you to lean in with us. And if you still are uncomfortable, go do what you need to do to take care of yourself. And reach out to one of us afterwards. All right. Today, we are going to talk about my very first female orgy party I went to. Gaia, I am excited. I am really, really excited. And there are multiple reasons why. One of them is, I don't know anybody else who has actually gone for one. Mm who I really know personally. And second thing is, I've always been curious as to what really happens. And that was why for all the our lovely listeners, and thank you so much for giving and showering so much love to Tickle.life podcast, that when we were discussing, me and Gaia, and at least I just knew that this was the subject or the topic that I really, really wanted to know about. And my hopes are that a lot of you would too. So, guy, let's just take it from the. Let's start from the from beginning. beginning. Yeah, right. from the beginning. I really, really want to know how or what is a female orgy party. Okay, so let's start with the definition piece, and then we'll go into my story. So, a female orgy party is where it's women that people who identify as female um, are in a sex party. It's a sex party specifically for female identified women. And um, what happens is many things happen, and we'll get into all the juicy, like, uh, things that are going on in the background as I tell the story. But let's start with, when did this happen? This happened when I was in my 20s, so a really long time ago, because I'm 46. So, <laughs> like, over 20 years ago, actually, <laughs> that this happened. So I was at a swingers event with my partner at the time. And a swingers event back then is like couples who have sex with other couples. And I had already had experiences with women and I already identified as being bisexual. And I said to my partner that night, I was like, you know, it would be really nice to get a group of women together, a group of girls together for us to like, you know, all just have sex with each other. I'd never done that in a group setting before. And so I was like, that would be really awesome. So about an hour later in the night, an announcement comes on and says, 
So anybody that's interested in our, like, Sunday Delight female orgy events, please come and register at the counter. <laughs> it was meant to be. You were supposed <laughs> to do it. It's totally meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I went and registered. So it's like a couple of weeks later. I'm in my car. And so it was in Toronto. And mm-hmm. I lived in Waterloo, so I was about an hour, an hour and a half drive um, from where the event was going to be held. And so I get into my little car, and I'm driving there, and I'm on the 401, which is our major highway, where there's a medium. Like, you can't, like, you have to work really hard to turn around to go home, right? And the whole way, I'm, like, saying to myself, what are you doing? Where are you going? You don't even know these people. How did, like, you might be, it might be dangerous. Like, what are you doing? And so I was freaking out, like, internally, completely freaking out about this experience of, like, I'm going to a stranger's house to go have sex with a bunch of female strangers. Like, this is. Oh, so it was at somebody's house. It's at somebody's house. Hmm. Right. So it's like a house party, but for sex. (laughs) Cool. Okay. So I'm like, and I've never been to one, so I have no idea what I'm walking into, what I'm getting myself into, and I'm freaking out. Now, I if I had been able to just turn around, I probably would have turned around and gone home like five times. But I managed to get there. I'm parked outside, and I'm sitting there. My heart's racing. I feel anxious. I feel sweaty. I feel like I'm going to puke. I'm like, what? Have I, what am I going to do? I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. Any questions so far? I'm actually thinking, can I do this? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see. One day I'll invite you to one and then you'll see how it goes. (laughs) Yeah, you might have to push me into it (laughs) with consent, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then maybe things will change. But right now, if you ask me, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I sat in the car for about 45 minutes to maybe an hour of trying to psych myself out and like convincing myself that if I don't like it, I can leave. I don't have to participate in anything I don't want to participate in. I'm, you know, I'm safe. It's all good. So I walk up to the door and it's a really nice, posh, fancy house. And so I walk and and I ring the doorbell. And this lovely woman who was the one that was at the registry at the swingers club, um, you know, welcomed me in and then took me on a tour. Mm-hmm. And so not, not everybody still had clothes on. No one was naked yet. No one was having sex yet. Like, you know, so took me on a tour to all the different sections of the house. This is a huge house, right? And so there was all these different sections of the house. Go ahead. Can I ask you something? Like, why did you have to go to different sections? Like, was it like, because I'm asking a question about, you know, from somebody who has never been to one and who hasn't read a lot about it or experienced it. So why was it important to go to different sections as like, you know, like people have sex in different rooms or how does it work? Yeah, so different rooms have different kinds of like themes, so to speak. Oh, so, okay. 
so that you know what room you need to be in um, so that everybody who's in that room already knows what kind of sexual activity is going to be participating in that room. Hmm. So, for example, there was the massage room where, you know, people just got massaged. There was, like, no actual sex that was happening in the massage room. There was just, like, you know, lovely touching that was happening. There was the, you know, the this beautiful uh, sex chair was custom made I'll get into the story about that later um room then there was uh the safe space where like it was just talking like no sex happened this room there was like no sex that happened in this room this was a space where it was a safe space where you just could hang out and get to know each other and talk and there was like no sex happening in that room and so and then there was different room bedrooms that you know you could you know, take specific people that you wanted to have sex with to go into those pretty rooms. Big, pretty big house it was. Oh, it's a huge house, right? <laughs> so it had all these different different spaces, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, great, you know. Yeah. And um, so the orgy is about to start, and I get nervous. <laughs> all right, everybody who's registered now arrived. Everybody's had their tour. Everybody's got the the rules about like consent and what, how do you observe other people having sex? And if the door is closed, you can't go in and like all the rules, right? Um, and then and so I start to freak out a little bit, and I want to go have a smoke. Back in the day when I smoked, so I go and I'm like, go have a smoke outside. And this beautiful, sexy, older British woman. She also was super nervous, and she was out smoking with me. And so we're smoking and talking and smoking and talking and smoking and talking. And then we go back into the place, and the orgy's almost done. I missed the orgy because I was talking. I'm disappointed. (laughs) Don't worry. I go go back, and we have some more stories. But – I actually, I actually pretty much missed the orgy part. And so everybody's like winding down. Everybody's had their orgasms. Everybody's had sags. And so I really wanted to test out this chair. So I said to the, the beautiful, you know, English woman, and I'm like, hey, um, why don't we test out the chair? I'm like, we can't come to an orgy and not get off. Like, that's just wrong on so many levels, right? Absolutely. So we, we we both giggle, and so I put her in the chair, and I proceed to, you know, get her off, you know, manually and orally getting her off. And so she's screaming, like, howling, like a howler monkey and like a banshee. <laughs> now all the women, whatever they were doing, they're like, oh, what's going on here? And so they all came in, and they're all standing around me and this woman, in, and there was about 12 women. So there's, like, 12 women standing around us. Well, I, you know, getting this woman off. And then we all go have lunch. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all go eat. We, yeah. Apparently we all ate well, out each other. Now we're going to go eat together. <laughs> so we go have lunch. Brunch. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. After sex meal. And then we, we all left. Come on. You yeah. totally get hungry, right? And then we all left. So then... I drive home, and of course, the whole time I'm driving home, I'm like laughing, but also really pissed at myself that I missed the orgy. Like, I I didn't even have an orgasm, which 
is rare for me. Like I got this other woman off, but I didn't actually have an orgasm at all. I went to an orgy and I didn't have an orgasm. I went to the orgy and missed most of the orgy because I was talking. So I'm like, okay, I'm going back. <laughs> no talking. No talking. No. So, so you went back the same day? or did No, you no, the next the event. So oh. the next event was about a month later. Uh-huh. And I was like all pumped now. So now I drove. I knew where I was going. I knew what's going to happen. And I'm determined that I am going to have as much sex I'm going to participate in this orgy, and talking is not going to distract me. Gaia, a very good life lesson. You should listen more and talk less. Listen more, talk less. Moral of the story, don't miss out on your first orgy because you're talking too much. (laughs) (laughs) Less talking, more licking. You know, the funny thing is I can actually visualize what all you're saying. Mm. And it's it's a crazy story. It's a story to be told to, you know, your friends, when you're just, you know, girlfriends sitting together, having wine and discussing, hey, how how did it happen? How did it go? Why did you actually end up going again? Yes, because I missed the first time. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I get in the house. Yeah. And like, of course, you know, some of the women are the same women that were there last time. Some are new women. And, you know, and then I go to the hostess. I'm like, what time are we starting at? (laughs) She's like, we're starting at this time. I'm like, okay. So I went out for a smoke quickly. And then somebody started to talk to me. And I'm like, I'm really would love to get to know you. I'd love to get to know you better. But last time this landed me in missing the orgy. So uh, you can get my phone number and we can talk after the orgy. (laughs) Gotta go. So, so what happened to the British woman? Was she there? She actually came back. Yeah. Oh, I think she yeah. came back for you. Well, yeah, mad yeah. skills. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So the hostess felt bad that I missed the orgy because I was talking. So yeah. she was like, "Okay, so you get to be the first person on the massage table." Okay. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so I strip off my clothes and I'm naked and I climb onto the massage table and I have like 10 women's hands all over me. How did you feel? It was incredible. It was like, it was like ecstasy. Right. Um, and then it was really cool because I could see all the pretty toenails, like everybody had their feet done. <laughs> so I could, Cause my head's in the massage hole, right? From yeah, the massage yeah. table. So I can't see everybody around me. All I can do is like see everybody's feet. And so it was. Yeah, can, I, can I add, add something because you're talking about, you know, like their feet made up. Did yeah. you actually dress up before going? Did you take care of yourself? Did you, you know, take care of your hygiene so that I should look oh. pretty? Well, yeah, so I made sure that I was groomed well, you know, trimmed well, smelt good, (laughs) tasted well, made sure that my ecosystem was good, all of the things. As if the same, the same, the same way as I would if I was going to have sex anyway. So, so it was the same. So, so my question actually was, did you put more effort? Because in a way, this was your first time. And usually when people are going for something, you know, for the first time, they would put an extra effort. No, because um, what's the point in getting dressed up when I'm going to be naked? 
what's the point in doing my hair and makeup when it's going to be a, you know, like makeup's going to be running down my face. If I, if I played my cards right, I'm having enough <laughs> orgasms. <laughs> my makeup is a mess. <laughs> and definitely my hair is a mess. I love how practical you are, Gaia. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, now, I don't need to, I just need to make sure everything's groomed, everything tastes good, everything yeah. smells good, right? Yeah, cool. Um, so, I'm on the massage table, I'm getting massaged by all these women, and my body's all, like, tingly, and, um, you know, a couple of them, you know, they're like, is it okay if we touch every part of your body, meaning, you know, my genitals? And I'm like, yeah, go for it. I'm like, I'm easy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> But I love the fact that I, there was, they asked before they touched, right? Like there was this consensual piece. Like they didn't just assume because I was naked that they could touch every part of my body. They asked me. And, um, and then of course I got off a bunch of times and then I'm like, okay, that was awesome. Thank you. And it's somebody else's turn. So I get off the table and there was like, Two other women that I had been eyeing up that were like pretty sexy. And so I was like, so I was like, I'm take, cause now I'm in like take initiative mode, right? Cause you know, I missed the first one. So I'm like, eh, you know, I'm totally taking initiative. So I point to the British woman and these mm-hmm. two other hot women and I'm like, you, you, you come with me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. Yeah. I'm the boss. <laughs> yeah. And this is before I knew I was dominant. So this is like, this is probably the first time that I really like, that I, looking back on my own sexual experience, that this is probably the first time I really take that dom kind of role. Not really not realizing what that is at that time, but that's what's happening, right? So I'm like, you, you, you come with me. So the three of the four of us go into this room. And we start playing with each other and we're all having fun and, and, um, you know, I'd already had sex with the British woman, um, you know, at the party, but at the party before, but also in between that party and this party, we had already, we had already hooked up again. And so I was like, I, you know, I knew that she liked having strap-on sex. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have strap-on sex with her, right? So I'm having strap-on. She's bent over. So, so I have another question. So when you go to a female orgy party, are the, are the toys or are the aids available there? Or you need to take them or you need to bring them from home? You, you need to bring, you want to bring your own toys okay. um, so that you don't have cross-contamination because you have everybody's vaginas as a different ecosystem. And you don't want to be like, you know, putting that ecosystem into the other yeah. ecosystem, which then can cause all sorts of yeast infections, you know, STIs, all sorts of stuff that can happen. And I have another question. So when we are together, so so how do you take care of your hygiene? Is everybody tested? Do you have to show your test, your reports? Because how would you know if suppose somebody is infected or that person will infect you? So, so the pro the problem is, is that in the group sex swinging world, there isn't anybody really like doing that, right? Mm -hmm. So, so you know, just getting the swinging world to utilize things like dental dams, uh, hand like um, gloves, condoms, 
um, being super vigilant. So it becomes more about the individual super vigilance. Um, condoms are available. Sex, safe, safe sex aids typically are available all around at the, these events and parties. Um, but whether or not people are vigilant, pay attention, or follow them, I'm going to say sadly not nearly as much as it should be. Yeah. Right? So, you know, uh, you and I can have another conversation at another time about how maybe we should uh, do something about that. But, okay, back to the story. <laughs> I was actually thinking about it. I know. Yeah, I, can see the, I can see the glint in your eyes. Um, <laughs> okay, so where was I in the story? Oh, so I have these three beautiful women in this room with me. And, of course, the door is open because we're all okay with people watching us. And I have, you know, the beautiful British woman. I'm fucking her with a strap on. Another woman's sitting on her face. And the other woman is, like, stroking my hair and my back and, and kissing me and ki- you know, going. She was a floater. She's, like, floating around, giving all of us pleasure. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the woman I'm having sex with with the strap on um, this wave of water-like substance, this is like a tidal wave, came up my whole body and covered my face. Mm-hmm. And the woman who was sitting on her face happened to be looking at me, and she was like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Please tell us, what was that? It was ejaculate, her female ejaculation. She ejaculated. Wow. And so... The woman, of course, you know, and I'm, I was a sexual educator even then. So I'm like, I'm like, well, and I'd like, you know, as I'm like still stroke, like still having sex, stroking, <laughs> I'm being, I'm like, well, that's called female ejaculation. And it's not pee. As you can see, <laughs> taste and smell it. It's not urine at all. And I'm like going into like this whole teachable thing. And the woman I'm having, the British woman I'm having sex with, she's like, shut the fuck up and keep fucking me. <laughs> you know what I visualize? Like you, you become the teacher while, while doing the act and the other two are taking notes. That would have been a really funny, oh, incident. Like it would have been really funny. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so you were snubbed. Shut up. Continue. Yeah, basically, shut up, keep fucking me, switch out yeah. of, switch out of, like, educator mode. I'm mm-hmm. like, and before I did, I'm like, come see me later, and I'll tell you more about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently, I was, like, designated strap-on girl for this, this, this experience. So, the next vagina is in front of me, and I'm having sex with her, dog, I'm, fucking her with the strap on uh, doggy style. Um, and of course we changed the condoms and we changed the toy that was in the apparatus. And like, you know, we made sure that it was, you know, above board, like safe. Right. So I'm having sex with her and she asks me to spank her. And I've never hit, I've never, at this point, I had never spanked anybody. I'd never hit, and I would never a woman. Like, I just love women. I just <laughs> revere women. I just, like, the you know, worship women. The idea of, like, hitting a woman was like, no, there's, like, no way I could even remotely do this. So I'm fucking her, and she's like, you know, hit me. 
I'm like, I can't. She's like, I like it. It'll help me have a better orgasm. And so one of the floaters that we're running around all of a sudden hands me this flogger. And a flogger, for anybody who doesn't know what a flogger is, it's like a an impact play, a toy that you can use to hit, and it's like has all these like strings. It's like lots mm-hmm. of strings to it, right? Yeah. So I take the flogger. All of a sudden, the flogger's in my hand. I don't even know where it came from. It's like magically <laughs> appeared, and I'm like, eh, like barely. Like it was so lame. It was like the lamest, lamest hit ever. It didn't even make a sound, right? And she's like, harder. And I'm like, I can't. She's like, just do it. Do it. (laughs) I'm like, okay. And so I hit a little bit harder. And she's like, and she moans. Like, there's like, there's this like this moan that happens from her. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, so she really does like this. I'm like, okay, all right. She's like, harder. And I'm like, so I wind up and I bring down the flogger and it makes the best slap sounds and her, she had an orgasm in that moment. She came yeah. and in that moment, I had the most amazing and terrifying sensation happen through me from my feet all the way to the tips of my head, like an electricity, like um, like a lightning bolt had hit me of pure pleasure, power, and delight. And it freaked me out that I liked it so much that I actually screamed and threw the flogger out of my hand. So this was like your eureka moment. And once you reach there, it it is uncomfortable as well. Oh, it was terrifying. It was terrifying on so many levels. It was terrifying that I would like to hurt somebody. It would ter- what does that mean for me? What does that mean I'm a horrible human being? Does that mean that I'm going to go around becoming a serial killer and like wanting to off people? Like, like it was all these things that were, that opened up in that moment for me that it scared me so much that it was another 10 years before I actually would lean back in on a personal level, not on a professional level, but on a personal level to actually spanking people and hitting people and, and, you know, exploring BDSM as the Dom side of things, because it took, it was like that scary for me. Wow. You know, so yeah. it's, it's interesting. Like what I've been thinking is that sometimes something which you're doing for the first time is actually the first time for a lot of more things. So it was mm-hmm. your first time having an orgasm with multiple women or people who identify as women while it was happening it was also like the first time when you just realized you like yeah I like I like hitting people (laughs) people who love or who like to be hit yeah only consensually only consensually yeah um so, yeah, so then everybody had more sex and then got off and then, you know, I got off, you know, got some moral, some awesome oral sex of, you know, somebody sitting on my face, somebody between my legs. And then we all went and had lunch again. And, and what did you people discuss while having lunch? I'm very, way too curious. Were you talking about work or were you actually talking about what you actually did or how you would have done it better or maybe the next time? Um, there's a lot of, lot of giggles about the excitement of that experience, 
but there was and then it was talk then it was like normal conversations like about their relationships with other people and about what's going on in their lives and whether they got kids and like it was like then really like normal conversation that you have when you get to know people so it's like get to know people after you've rolled around naked with them it's like it's just like get to know them first then roll around naked with them so, so, you know, the reason why I was asking this is that a lot of people that I know who haven't experimented, but they would want to experiment with their life, they are always skeptical that it might get awkward later on, or it might, you know, like, like they might start feeling bad about themselves. So it's about awkwardness overall. So so it's it's always, it's always something which makes me curious that do people feel awkward post? Like, like right now when you went for lunch, did you, any of those people felt awkward? Are you still in touch? Um, I'm not still in touch. Um, but no, like it didn't, it didn't, it felt very natural. It felt like we just all experienced rolling around naked in some capacity with each other. Mm-hmm. And we are all like, hopefully have had a couple of orgasms or an orgasms and that, you know, that that was a wonderful way of releasing. And so we're kind of all like stoned. Like, like, you know, when you have like really great sex and you have all these endorphins running through your mind, your body and your body is produced all these biochemicals of being happy and high and like, everything's great. Like that's, it's like the afterglow. And so when you're in that space, there isn't weirdness, there isn't awkwardness, um, especially I mean, I'm sure there can be awkwardness, and I don't want to switch into teacher's mode because, as you can see, I can do that at any time even while I'm having sex. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I think it really has to do with the individuals and how they experience. And for me, the way that the hostess set up the experience was yeah. so that everybody had proper interactions and consent and communication mm-hmm. and and all these things so that there wasn't awkward moments because I've been to other orgies where there was a lot of awkwardness afterwards yeah and and um like I don't know if it happened here but but what if like if I want to go for one and then at the last moment I want to back out you know how how does that work because it's it can be pretty scary you're already there you, you are naked you're actually making out with somebody but you just don't want to do this but you know, that's why friends, that's yeah. why there's the safe zone like that's why they you you have the safe zone of where there's no sexual activity that happens so you can exit any particular scene any particular room any particular thing and go hang out and just hang out and you know like you're getting to know a bunch of women that has nothing to do with sex. So cool. Right. And then if you're feeling, and then if you're feeling comfortable again, you can go back into one of those rooms or you could like, or you could go home or like, like there's no judgment. Like this is the thing. And again, it depends on, this is the piece. It depends on who's running the party, depends on the protocols of the party, the safety of the party, all these things. But the one that I was at the way they set it up so beautifully that no one would judge anybody for taking care of themselves. 
Like, all you would have to say is, I'm feeling really nervous right now, and I need to go have some alone time. Or I'm I'm not ready for this. Thanks, ladies. Maybe I'll see you at the next one. And then and everybody like sure anything you need blah blah blah. Like there would be no judgment. There would be no like you you need to behave in a certain way. It was it's a very beautiful. It was it was a very beautiful safe. Yeah, I I can sense that. And I just think that it was really cool that your first time was so open and so beautiful. And yeah it's it's just amazing you know like your incident actually is giving me um an opportunity to let myself think mm-hmm. would i like to go for it because still you know when we started and we discussed for me it was like no but now it's like mm, no you know so 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 <laughs> just realize that the window is opening yeah which is which is pretty cool mhm yeah So do you have any other questions about my experience? See, actually, I just had like a last question and and then we can just wrap it around. It's just like what did you really really learn from that experience? I definitely learned don't talk. Less <laughs> less talking, more licking. That's definitely. <laughs> 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 um And uh I also learned the importance of asking for what you want. Like that you know it was a really clear clear to me that I had a great time the second time that I went because I asked for what I wanted which was those three women. I'm like you 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 yeah. come with me. Like if I hadn't have done that I probably would have just mulled around maybe ended up having sex maybe not having sex waiting for somebody to like say hey you come with me like all those things and and i might have gone to the second orgy and really kind of still didn't really have an orgy like um so that was the big takeaway for me that if you want something ask for it yeah and never yeah. be afraid never be afraid that somebody's going to say no. It's okay if they say no. But if you don't ask, yeah. you don't get. Absolutely. And and, and I use and that in all know. areas of my life. And people actually don't even know what you want. Only you know what you want. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much, Gaia. <laughs> I'm honored to be a part of this discussion. I really am. I was super excited and I'm still excited and the reason why I had like less number of questions was because I was just like oh my god, I can visualize what is happening and that's fascinating. Thank you again. Oh, you're welcome and thanks for asking the questions, you know. These are things <laughs> that, you know, you don't really think about when you're in it. So, thank you for asking those questions so the audience can get a um a bigger scope of what ended up the, that experience was. So my wonderful our wonderful listeners, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope that you're inspired to maybe look at hmm why <laughs> did I participate in an orgy? <laughs> And if the answer is yes, hmm what kind of orgy do I think I want to go to? <laughs> Right. Pretty and relevant questions. Those are very relevant questions and then the third one that's really important is you want to vet who's hosting the orgy. 
right? Because I did say this this was really beautifully set up. I've also been to ones who are not beautifully set up, and it's very unhealthy and unhappy and not safe space. So really listen to your intuition about is this person, how's the party, go talk to somebody who else has been at a party, all of those things before you go and get yourself in so you know what you're getting yourself into. All right, make sure you go check out Tickle.life. And uh, have a juicy day. Bye-bye. Bye.